Oh, hey, it's me, your favorite latte order. Today, made wrong by your local barista, Sammy. How dare she? But you're kind of loving it. Hmm. Oh, hey, fancy seeing you here. Welcome to the podcast. My name's Naomi. I'm your host, and this is Mindful Musings. A place where you get to learn all about fitness, nutrition, psychology, and how they're all deeply interconnected. Sometimes we take a tangent or two, but in the end, I thank you for joining me, thriving with me, and growing with me. Now, let's go learn something together, shall we? Hello everyone, it's me, the plant daddy. She's back, and I just looked at my silver vine pothos. I think that's her name. I don't know. She's wilting. She needs water. I forgot she existed. I'm so sorry. But anyways, let's get on with the episode because that's more important than watering her, even though I am the plant daddy. You know what I mean? You know what I mean, jelly beans? So I was driving. I just got home from Irvine, which is unimportant. Other than that, when I drive, I like to introspect. I like to think. I've been known to drive in complete silence for a long period of time. Sorry in advance if you're ever a passenger of mine, uh, because I do that. You know what I mean? So I was thinking that I would podcast about why I chose to become a therapist, because I think a lot of people are like, well, let me say this. I tell people, I explain myself, oh yeah, hi, I'm Naomi, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, what do you do? And then I explain what I do and then I'm in school. And then about mm, 80% of them, 70% of them, doesn't, the the percentage is, is irrelevant. A good majority of the people go, oh, good luck with that. Which I, I realize my knee jerk response to that is like a laugh. And like, I was like, huh, I don't need luck. And then like, I realized that that sounds really jerkish. (laughs) But I didn't mean that like, oh, I'm so good that like, I don't need luck. What I mean by that is that like, let's take a pause. So the, I don't know, slogan saying superhero thing that my school, the, 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 the verbiage is in Latin and I can't say it. I could look it up and try to say it, but I'm not going to because I'm being lazy. Please excuse me. It means to tend to the soul of the world. And so when I'm asked this question or, or, or like, oh, what are you going to be? Or who, who are you going to be? Blah, blah, blah. Like, don't even get me started on culturally how Americans, I, I have no problem with this. I find it very intriguing. But like, what I, what I mean by don't get me started is that like, we will go off on this tangent, but how Americans sort of identify self-worth with this question that we have and we say like who are you what do you do and I also find it really interesting that culturally Americans say what is your name and it's a very like it's a very uh like independent self moniker of self like I am blah 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 like this this name that interfaces it creates an interface with the outside world where like if you go to a different country they ask what you're called which I feel is a much more accurate representation of that your name is just like this this little uh, bridge from self to world, like the way you interface with the outside world. If you're an extrovert, you're probably like, this lady's nuts. Anyways, it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, so, so when I'm asked this question, you know, 
and I'm like, oh, this is, I'm going to school to be a marriage and family therapist. It's going to, it's going to be great. Um, and then, and then I get met with like, oh, good luck to which I, my knee jerk reaction is to say like, oh, I don't need luck. What I mean to say is that like, I'm going to university or school that I chose whose whole idea of what this, this job, this career is, is to tend to the soul of the world. And to tend to the soul of the world is something completely different than like, sorry for anyone who went to CSUN, but like if you go to CSUN and you get your clinical counseling degree and you're like, okay, I sit here and I listen to people and some degree of people think like, oh, uh, therapists give advice. We don't give any advice. Like our job is not, we don't fix you. You fix you. Like, and there's no fixing. I hate that word. Like you're not, you're not, um, you're not fixing, you're finding unity and wholeness. And so it's like, how do we create the environment to dive to the deep inner depths of the soul and the self and the unconscious in a way that's healing for that person to understand and know thyself is really to be able to be present and experience the world as is. And like, not to be dark and morbid, but like, I really believe that like, where you focus your attention will become your reality. And this sort of goes in line with the thinking that like life is sort of these patterns that we create again and again and again. And I think it can be right. Like this Dharma karma wheel, if you're familiar, uh, samsara, I think, right. So this, this cycle of life and death and living again and living resolved karma is called Dharma. So you resolve the karma for Dharma. Karma is uh, equivalent to lessons and learning and so if we think about becoming a therapist our job is to travel with you wherever you choose to go and sometimes we'll go do you see that over there and in quantum physics this is observing a particle or placing a stick in the sand however you want to look at this whatever science you want to or non-science however way you want to view this our job is to view the particle, which will change how it reacts. Our job is to put a stick in the sand, which will change how the client reacts. They have no choice. It's already being observed. We are the observer. We do not take action. The universe does that. The client does that. We don't do that. We say, do you see that? And the client can choose to say yes, or the client can choose to say no. No means, ah, I would like to relive my pattern because I'm not ready to resolve that karma. I'm not ready for it to become dharma for me. So what do we do? We don't go, no, 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 no. Look, look, look. You don't do that. You go, okay. And you follow them. And then the next thing arises. And maybe this time we don't say anything at all. There's something to be said for having a traveler with you. For having somebody with you. People have this weird idea about therapy and mental health and like beings and humans. And it's it's crazy to me. And it's it's amazing to me at the same time. And it's all right. I'm not saying my view is right. My view is just different. It's just a different perspective. I walked 45 degrees to the left and you rocked 90 degrees to the right. It doesn't matter. We're looking at the same thing from a different angle. It's a different way of explaining it. It's a different way of understanding. We're all looking at the same thing. We're all part of one thing. So if we're all part of this oneness, and my being or my constellation of, of my humanness says, 
and goes with this client somewhere and, and metaphorically speaking, I hope you're following me. Like our job is to just be with and to be with and to witness is oftentimes all that we need. The body, the soul will heal itself. And it's, it's not like, like I spent a lot of my life looking for all these tools and I gathered a lot of beautiful tools. I think that the beautiful thing that I've learned, like inefficiency, right? Or extroverted thinking, if you're uh, of that group of human beings, you know who you are. Um, so efficiency is, it's amazing. It's not something in my function stack in the top and I find it to be really incredibly powerful. And so I, I notice I fight against it. I don't want to outsource something. But to find a therapist is to, is to efficiently sort of outsource this traveler with you. Hi, Mr. Peach. There's a kitty with us. Um, and so if, if you can outsource this thing, like I've spent a lifetime and will continue to spend a lifetime learning these tools, right? And you don't have to do that. And I also have this understanding, most people don't want to do it. I'm of the unique few, which is why I chose this as what I want to do for a living, right? But it's like, I have the tool set and I'm not going to give you advice, but I have the tools with me. And so sometimes I'll pull out edge clippers and I'll go, do you see these things? Do you want to use them? And sometimes I'll go, yeah. And other times you'll go, no. Or other times you'll go, I'm not sure how to use those. What is that? Right? And then we're at another impasse. I can choose to teach you. I can choose to not teach you. And teaching you doesn't mean, oh, you see this thing in your life? You have to do this, this, and this. I believe a good therapist does not do that. That's not what I'm in the business of doing. What I'm in the business of doing is creating, uh, in depth psychology, they call this like a psychopump, something that, that, that triggers something in the outside world and creates a bridge or a system down into the deep unconscious so we can start to dig up and unearth what's down there. And some people don't believe that. You know what I mean? They believe like, oh, let's let's deal with all of this surface stuff. That's fine. You're not my people. Good luck to you. <laughs> um, but in the in the in the depths of the unconscious, we will find all of these answers, and and they're in there. It's that's why I said in the beginning, it's to find unity. It's to find self. It's it's to find and like hug and embrace the pieces of yourself that are shadow, that are dark, that are light. And so I, I find that often. I've been messing with this idea in my head a lot and like a lot of people in the spiritual community try to look at darkness by by bringing light to it and you can't do that because the essence of looking at darkness is to look at the darkness. You don't bring a flashlight into the dark to look at the dark. You bring a flashlight into the dark to banish the darkness, to bring light to the darkness. Those are two different things. As a therapist, it's not what I'm seeking to do. I'm not seeking to make your life light and airy-fairy. I'm not because your light and your dark are two, they're two sides of the same coin. You do not get one with it, the other. And so I think what's really important here is that like, if we bring a light into the darkness and we're like, look at that, look at that, look at that, we're missing this unconscious piece of something that's really important to our psyche, to the self, to the unity of, and the oneness of who we are, because you're not saying I embrace the dark piece of me that I don't. Maybe I'm not proud of, maybe that I don't love, maybe that I don't like, maybe that I'm ashamed of, maybe that I was taught and conditioned is horrible, right? To admit something horrible is, is to also admit something beautiful. Oh, I want to strangle my kids. They drive me crazy. There's a piece of that that's true. It doesn't mean you're going to strangle your kids, right? 
That means there's a piece of you that's fed up, that's had enough. That's the darkness. Don't bring light to that. Don't shine the flashlight on it and go, oh, it's all okay. No, 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 no. It's not what we do. That's not, that's not the goal here, right? The goal is to say, I see that piece of self. I embrace that piece of self. I understand it's a part of me. And because it's a part of me, there's also the other piece. That is how we become with light, but we don't banish darkness with light. Those are two different things. So I think it's, I think it's really important that, I, I mean, we can get really big or really small macro, micro, it doesn't matter. But, but if you look at the self, I've always believed, which is probably why I've ended up where I've ended up, meaning the school that I'm in, the beliefs that I have, the perspective I have, all these things. Um, I've always believed that you are where you get yourself and I'm not discrediting, oh, like people who aren't like, I believe people are born with disadvantages, but I do believe that the human constellation has a choice and you get choices over and over and over again. It doesn't mean it's not hard or easy depending on who you are. Um, but, but I do believe you get autonomous choice. And because I believe you get autonomous choice, that means that I believe that you have every ability to heal yourself. And because I believe that, I believe almost anything is possible. And so if, if I am what I focus on and the focus becomes self, right? I am what I focus on. I'm going to focus on myself. How do I interface with the world instead of looking at partner or friend or boss or coworker or stranger in the line at the grocery store? saying you xyz to me instead you flip it on its head and you say what did i xyz to them and you start to understand self through how you interface with the world and self through what others trigger in you because what's happening in your reactions your emotional reactions that's your energy in motion that's you figuring out and swaying the boat left and right that is tugging on something deep below the surface for you that that you get the beautiful choice to explore or not and and it's through like this gift of life it's i'm gonna kind of flip this on its head i don't think the that life is the gift i think death is the gift because if death is the gift death means that there's an end you will not be stuck in this never-ending groundhog's day of samsara uh death is is the gift that's gifted so you you get the freedom to actually live so death becomes the gift that allows life to be fruitful and not worrisome because you don't have to worry about surviving because the goal isn't to survive the one guarantee is that no one gets out of this thing alive and so the gift is death the gift is that there's an end and i'm sorry if that feels dark or heavy but but the way that i view life is that um we we chose to constellate at this time and in this place in this 3d universe right right now and like it, whether even, even when your constellation comes to an end and all those pieces sort of go back to which it was that they first came, your being, not your physical being, but, but a different part of your being like gets to go back into this like mythological soup and gets stirred up and like pulled out again in a new beat bag. If you're trying to resolve more karma or maybe you go up to the fourth or fifth dimension or maybe you don't or maybe you never have to live the torture of life again but but the beautiful thing is is that 
it's it's so finite and so small and all these all of this is play and learning and lessons like we look at children right so it's like if you view your life as like this beautiful playtime of lessons and this beautiful gift like you entangle your energy with like you get to bump up against these people all day long and like people who you chose to be in relationships with and people who you chose to be your parents and people i know you're gonna be like chose to be your parents yeah people that you chose to be your parents and people that you chose to be your family like you chose to constellate here and now with those souls in this time for a reason and that is to play and learn karma and and resolve the dharma to to like tend to the soul of the world to to when I said micro and macro, like on a micro level, you focus on self to make the world a better place. And I truly believe that. And I think if you tend to your soul, the world will be a better place. I think it's that simple. And I think we like to make it more complex and, and, and convoluted. And I think it's really easy to, to be doom and gloom about things, but it's not, it's not doom and gloom. It's great. It's amazing. It's incredible. It's fantastical. <laughs> it's awe like inspiring it's amazing um but so i guess the long and the short of it is that's why i chose this profession and i and i truly believe it and like i i believe that as i travel with people in future and i can teach people and they they feel seen right teach people how to do this for themselves like I see a beautiful world where at least for my own constellation in my own life, like I can teach self and I can teach unity in that you have to find union with self in order to find unity with others and how you interface with others in the world is a beautiful gift of play and lessons. And, and when it becomes light in that way and you're not reliving this like karmic presence of your mother and your father and 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 all of this past uh familiar familial karma that you're trying to resolve it it becomes sort of really incredible because it's like learning to play an instrument not that i've ever really done that okay let me say uh i've tried to do that i haven't stuck with it uh it's like learning to cook i suppose I've never really done that either. I kind of just learned that when I was small. It's like learning anything. I'm going to use cooking because I understand it concept. Um, if you're learning how self interfaces with the rest of the world, aka your your romantic partner, for example, here, um, when your romantic partner triggers something in you, it's like adding the wrong seasoning that you feel is right to your recipe. And then you taste it and you go, that tastes like shit. You don't blame the seasoning. <laughs> You don't blame the season. It's not the seasoning's fault. The seasoning didn't decide, right? Um, it was you. And so you decided to be here. You decided to entangle your spirit and your soul with another being. And they chose to do the same with you. And then there's this interchange of lessons. And you get to choose to add that spice to the recipe again and again and again and be like, ah, that tastes like shit again and again and again. Or you get to be like, oh, I understand. This is play. This is learning. This is karma. I'm not going to add that one anymore. Maybe I'll just add a little. And then you learn and then you stop doing that and then you get to grow and then you resolve it and it becomes dharma and then you get a new lesson vomited right in your face, which is fantastical as well. Um, and I, I just, I just think that's beautiful. And there's also this idea that I, I love to romanticize things. I don't know if y'all have noticed. I love this other idea that like we reincarnate with the same sort of like soul family again and again and again, which means that like 
you get to carry them with you. You get to carry like the soul family with you again and again and again. And you get to bounce off of each other and learn. And like, we're all part of one big oneness anyway. So we're all the same. Um, yeah, I, I find that amazing. And I'm so thankful for all of the souls or my own soul, the own self that has bounced against so many other beings and taught me so much. And I think that it's really amazing and life is really incredible. And like, I couldn't see another profession in which I get to practice that every single day. And I remember having this fear that it would be too much, that it would be like offloading and like I would be downloading all this stuff from people. Um, And I've been sitting in a lot of dyads in school and I realized that like when self is grounded in this, in this other way, in this perspective that I found you and I realized it's not my job to fix anybody. It's my job to follow and observe. Um, There's something about being an observer that has always felt comfortable for me. I've, would self-describe as an observer and so to do that as a profession to to observe and not take on the responsibility of fix or solve is really freeing for my own spirit and so if I just follow and I go oh do you notice that do you want to use paprika and they're like yeah fuck paprika I don't even know what paprika is I'm using oregano I'm like oh okay let's go pull out the oregano I'll hand it to you and it it I might know that it's going to taste like shit in that recipe. That's fine. It's not, I'm not cooking. <laughs> I'm not, I don't even have to eat it. That to me is beautiful. And that to me is freeing. And so I don't, I don't know everyone. Remember it's your life. Remember you get to choose and remember that it is what you focus on it. Do you like that language choice? Interesting. Your life is what you choose to focus on in the smallest, smallest moments. And so don't uh, think yourself into a corner or feel yourself into a corner. I think you can think yourself into a corner. I don't know that you can feel yourself into a corner. I think you feel yourself out of a corner, at least if you're me. Anyways, thanks for listening to me babble. If you're debating on becoming a therapist... Try on a new pair of perspective pants and see how they feel. It might not be for you. I think it's not for most people. <laughs> but so few things are, right? That's the that's the beauty of of human life. Uh I think that that's it. I'm practicing breath work more, teaching more. I'll be at the yoga studio, Thermal Horizons. Catch me there. Follow me on the Instagrams. I have to figure out what is it in me that doesn't want to be like boastful, but I'm I'm gonna embrace it. It's gonna be uncomfortable. Follow me on Instagrams. Find me in the real lifes. But uh, all in all, I'm gonna drink this matcha. It is a beautiful, beautiful day outside. It might snow in Santa Clarita. Very strange. Doesn't snow here for those of you who are unaware. Um weird cool hopefully it does but yeah i'm gonna go move my body and thus train my brain and have a good time i'm wishing you a beautiful today a beautiful tomorrow a beautiful tonight and we'll catch you on the next one well folks that's the end don't turn it off yet because i'm about to tell you how to join the community and the conversation and that's important as a human being you know what i mean you can find us on the instagrams at 
mindfulmove.co or our website, www.mindfulmove.co. There's no.com. That's the end because we're clever around here. I hope you have a beautiful day. I wish you nothing but the best. My soul honors yours and we'll catch you next time.